Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and the rest of you Robert Kraft-looking, soliciting mofos out there. Yeah, yeah that's he, right. He went there. Dropping bombs early. <laughs> it is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. It has nothing to do with football, but any chance I can take a dig at the Patriots works for me. I am Sean Hood alongside Dave Taylor. Uh, Sean Hood, say those statements. Just wanted to point that that's, that's out. That's right. That's just me <laughs> on my own. The boss doesn't listen to this. He doesn't care. Some of them do. Some, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our boss doesn't listen to this. The one, the one who actually cares about the Patriots. We are Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat FM ninety nine and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Because even if they start other podcasts, it ain't going to be a wrestling podcast. No. I'll tell you that much. We will fight them. Uh, it is all Come about wrestling here. And uh, you can find us lots of different ways. We'll go ahead and tell you that right off the bat. Mainly on the websites fm ninety nine dot com and one zero six nine thefox dot com. Right under the media tab. ESPR. It's right there. It links you to our SoundCloud. It gives you our most re- recent episode, and this is episode 88. So thank you so much for listening. If you happen to be listening uh, anywhere else on uh, any of your major podcast apps, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, uh, the Apple Podcast, iTunes Podcast, whatever it is, please give us a five-star rating and a review. Those things help us greatly. And share. Tell your friends about us if you happen to have some wrestling fan friends. Let's be honest. If you If you like wrestling, you must know somebody else who likes wrestling who could benefit from hearing two guys who are horribly not prepared to wrestle in their lives. We are not anywhere near that kind of ring shape. Um, back in the day. Back in the <laughs> back in my day, we uh, talk about wrestling and dive into some of the news and whatnot. we got lots of that coming your way. But first, lots of ways to interact with us. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99. And you can always email us. We love hearing from you on email. Send us those emails. Good Lord Josh. <laughs> or, uh, is Josh, there was a couple of guys this week. It so. was Corey was emailing us, uh, especially, and then. But I want to say we got a lot in a row. Yes. From was it Josh? I think it was Josh. Yeah, it but there's somebody, somebody else I haven't heard, we hadn't heard from in the wild, which was great. This oh, week really? Too. You may have to pull that up. I'm not sure yeah, that I have that yeah. one because um, for some reason the phone only lets you go back so many emails, oh, even okay. though there's way more. So yeah, we get lots of listener mail, which is ESPR at FM99.com. Anytime you want to talk about us with a topic, a comment, a concern, uh, uh, you want us to, maybe you want to tell us about a dream you had or something, whatever it is, ESPR at FM99.com. I once had a dream about Randy Savage. We want to hear from you. Well, then email it to us, Dave. That's the only (laughs) way we're going to talk about that. Uh, In any event, it is time right now to kick off the show as we, I'll say usually do because there's been one or two different times, but normally we start things off with... The news. And this is where we dive into the world of wrestling and news coming out of it as the week has gone on. And starting right off the bat, I'm going with some news I saw last night. I thought it was big. I thought it was cool. Very cool news. Roman Reigns scheduled to appear on Monday Night Raw next week. Yes. Next week to give an update on his battle with leukemia and how everything's going there. I'm actually very interested in that. Yeah. I don't think they'd bring him on unless it was something positive. I, I would hope so, yeah, because I don't think they're going to go for that. What other directions I, we're going to go? hope they're not going to go a negative route and try and capitalize I, I, on that. I would hope. I don't hope that he's like healthy enough to wrestle, that maybe they're going to set up some sort of angle for Mania. That would be amazing if yeah, he was cause, healthy cause enough for that. Because they need it right now. Um, that would be fantastic. Very loaded Raw Monday because that and Ric Flair's birthday. Yeah, Ric Flair's birthday, which pretty much guarantees we're going to see Becky Lynch. Yes. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that right yeah, now. Yeah. Pretty much guarantees she's, she's going to get gonna arrested. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I would not be surprised at all if it ended with her leaving in handcuffs. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> I'm like I'm thinking brain to myself. Oh, I'm th- yeah, kind of a brain fart. But I'm thinking to myself. I'm sitting here thinking. I'm like, 
what can they do that she hasn't done to get her arrested? I mean, like, you know, she come out and attack Charlotte again, but I feel like you got to come up with something new. We got to keep it hot. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, are they going to have a big birthday cake? She gonna, the girl busting out of the cake is Becky Lynch. That, and beats I the mean, that would be kind of <laughs> funny, but it'd be weird if Charlotte was presenting her dad with a cake with a woman in it. That'd yeah, be a little yeah. strange. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do. I just hope it's a little more than just she shows. She limps out to the ring again oh, yeah, and yeah. beats up Charlotte, yeah, yeah. you know? Which, which, by the way, the odd timing of Arn Anderson leaving, because you figured yeah. he would be the segment. Arn Anderson uh, leaving the WWE, by the way. So, um, Well, that's coming up in the news, but I guess we'll do it right yeah. here. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Arn Anderson found that out today. Uh, well, today being Friday. That uh, Arn Anderson no longer with the WWE. They have uh, officially parted ways. Which, um, there's no real news on why. I mean, maybe he's just done. He's yeah. at an age where it's very possible he's just finished. Uh, it could be. I mean, some of the reports I've seen, because they brought in some younger guys, well, the Abyss recently, uh, Shane mm. Helms uh, is, is back in the fold. So it, it could be related to that, that maybe they're just, they're just going a different direction in the back or something. They have, There has been some buzz that they were talking about letting go some of the older producers, because apparently there's a very big disconnect between some of the newer stars and some of the older producers. And I get that to a degree. It's very different styles. It's very. I think guys like that have still have something to offer, though. I don't yes. think it makes... But maybe, maybe it's just a directional thing. Because you, yeah. you can think of like what the revival like is what, you know, you, you, the older guys in the back, that's their style. And then you have the to newer degree, style yes. that, you know, it's like the high-flying stuff or the right. more physical, you know, the, uh, was it the strong style? That's, yeah. That, that's not... You know, Arn, Arn was a scientific guy. Great wrestler. Yeah, I mean... I'm with you. I just I feel like I hope they don't get rid of everybody like that. Yeah, yeah. Because there is a place for that mentality still. In I, the locker room. Absolutely. And he's I thought he was a tremendous asset backstage. You can still got guys like Fenley back there and stuff. And for now, yeah. I mean, we're not sure how long that'll last. I mean, I, supposedly if they tried to get rid of Finley, the women would be kicking and screaming oh, about yeah, them getting yeah. rid of him because he's been so integral. Because the to first them. time when he got let go, that and then they, they brought mm-hmm. him back. Because I forget the reason was, but he had to be the fall guy for something, and then he yeah, I don't remember came what back. it was either at this point. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, so he's gone. He's gone right now. Uh, moving on from that, uh, Ty Dillinger requested his release from the WWE. No harsh words or anything. He said that he's really appreciated. Just feels like at this point in his career, it makes sense for him to leave. And I think, not that he was ever going to be a star, but I think this is a kind of like a sign like the Rusevs are guys who had potential mm-hmm. that never were given that opportunity. Not that he was going to be a guy that could have been big. I never saw him as that. See, but I he saw never... some potential in him in NXT. But even in NXT, they never really got to flush him out past the 10 gimmick. I mean, a little bit, but not a ton. And they did even less on the main roster. Yeah, they did, yeah. That's the problem. These guys come up with a one-trick pony from from NXT with with a gimmick that like that, and there's never anything more to them once they get there. You know what I mean? But yeah, but he never. I mean, the Rumble, he was number ten, of course. The next right. year, he was number ten, and then of course, you know, he got beat up. And because hey, he wanted the Rumble to speed up a guy, and then so yeah, he I just spot, you know, but there was just, they didn't have much form. No, they didn't, and that's and that happens. Yeah, people always act like it's it's a travesty when people get let go or they're not at the top of the card or something like that. They just didn't have anything for him. And yeah, I liked Ty Dillinger; he was an entertaining guy. But I mean, really, they're paying the dude to sit at home most of the time. He's yeah. not on TV. I mean, he's working house shows, I'm sure. But well, he's, he's been injured for a while too. He, he was came injured, back from yeah. Injured, so, but I mean, it just didn't. You know, doesn't make a lot of sense. They got a ton of guys. Yeah. They don't need to keep guys. Uh, he, like that. He's a guy I forget when he's Which on also, TV. Which also, by the way, kills me that they've kept Zack Ryder this long. 
Um, which he was a guy that I always forget that he still worked there because I think he's on the pre-show. I think it was like the Aiden yeah. English match when yeah. Aiden English beat him. And I was like, wait, Aiden English won a match because I thought Ty Dillinger was going to get the push and it was going the other way. Yeah. But that was just something you know, on the pre-show. It's like, well, And, I mean, you got to remember, he's 38 years old. He's at this point. It, things aren't really going anywhere. Yeah. At that point, why spend the rest of your time? You know what I mean? It just it. You're 38 years old. If you haven't if you haven't started to catch on yet, I don't know that you're going to. I don't yeah. know that anything's going to happen. Now I could be wrong. AJ Styles is in his 40s and he's having the best years of his career. Yeah, I, I mean, so. uh, unless he's a guy that goes to all elite and just to solid matches, and you know, yeah. he's just happier there because he's happier. Yeah. Um, we've also got uh, some news here in that. Let's see. Uh, DX was announced as the headliners to the 2019 WWE Hall of Fame ceremony. I feel like this is a way for them to a put Shawn Michaels in twice, and they're they're, they're milking it for all it's worth because they need the, they they run they, out of headliners. Yeah, at a certain point, so it's like okay, we'll do this because it gets Shawn in again, and then also we can get Triple H in again later as a singles guy. Well, and also you find a way to get China in there. Yeah, that is nice. At least they can it, it gets her in. I'd still like to see her in as a solo act because she deserves it for what she did for women's wrestling there. Yeah, yeah. Um. That being said, at least this gets her in. She's included in the graphic, so it's it's it. I think, like you said, that's important because it does kind of open that door because that includes her in it. So it's clearly they're not ignoring her. Yeah. So that maybe later on we can do her as a solo star. Yeah, and it works out that way. Other than interesting that they get Billy Gunn, who's working for AEW, so that that's interesting that he's going in. With, I mean, you're not going to not put him in, but like, right? You know, you know so you're going to invite him to the ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hornswoggle, uh, by the way. They may indeed invite him to ceremony. I mean, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine them not, you know? Yeah. Hornswoggle, by the way, the official uh, DX mascot. I'm not included. I'm, I'm kind of fine about with that. that not happening. I saw some people angry that Rick Rude isn't included. He wasn't really. Um, he was there at the very, beginning. very, very beginning, and he was gone quickly. Like, I mean, he he meant nothing to DX. He really, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people get angry for saying that. He really meant he, he was nothing. In, like, like in the band, he was in the formative days. Because mm-hmm. I don't think they were. With DX because he was gone by the time I think Triple H was or, or or Michaels came a part of that, and then he was in WCW the same night. And Rude's yeah. and Rude's already in, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he doesn't even need it at that point. But it's just it's just silly when people you know splitting hairs like that. It's like yeah, technically he was in, but uh, you know I'm not. I don't care. Uh, Hulk Hogan is having a movie made about him, a biopic, if you will, and. uh I don't know how I feel about it. It's going to cover his glory well, years building up cover for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, but kind of nobody fond of Hulk Hogan right now. So is this the best time to make a movie about how much we loved Hulk Hogan? He's probably been doing this in the works for a long time. Probably. How long has he been in How long has he been in heat, <laughs> Dave? I mean, or has been in a, on, you know, on uh, the back burner and in trouble. I mean, a couple years now. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel like he could have been working on it much longer than that. So... <laughs> I just I don't well, know. It feels like it talks. Probably it trying feels to get like made, a weird yeah. time to me to to do a movie like that and then not address the issues that everybody is going to be bringing up. You know, it's it's it seems odd to me. But that being said, they've got Chris Hemsworth attached. I love Chris Hemsworth. That could be really cool. I honestly don't think if you looked at Hollywood, I, anybody I could pick that would not play Hulk Hogan I, I, other than him. I would see. I've seen the stories, but I, I try to avoid certain comments. But other than wrestling fans or, or non-wrestling fans going, Hulk Hogan said this. Why is Chris attached to this project or whatever? Has, has that come out yet? 
well, as far as Chris being attached, no, nobody's really made a big deal about Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, you know, because sometimes when somebody's attached but to a product, there's controversy. Oh, but there's been plenty of people that aren't wrestling fans that have been like, really? We're the, the last thing. I mean, you got to remember the last thing they remember about Hulk Hogan from the news is he's a racist. Yeah, and I'm not saying that about him. That's what people are like. That's the last thing they they know about him or whatever. Because I've seen people talking about that when I saw the the story release. Those were comments I was seeing under Facebook. Was like, wasn't this guy, you know, in trouble for being racist or saying racist things? Or oh, didn't this guy sleep with some guy's wife or something like that? Get caught on video and blah blah blah. Like it's negative stuff. Well, well yeah, because that that's what we've known for the last couple of years. Because but that's the, that's my point though. Is that's the taste that Hulk Hogan has left in our mouths right now, and now we're going to make a movie glorifying his early career, and it's like. Mm, I don't know that that's the best way to go about it. Now, that being said, I'm still going to see it because yeah. it covers a time in wrestling I'm very familiar with, and I, I would like to kind of relive through that idea. But that being said, you know people are going to be picking it apart like crazy. Absolutely. Uh, because but, 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 yeah. of because but, of things that we learned later about him. Yeah, but yeah, it's you know it's where by the way there's a compilation on YouTube of leg drops. This Hogan dropping the legs <laughs> of like everybody. <laughs> Because that's what I want to spend my time watching. Well, oh, Dave's showing it to me right now. Well, but you know, oh, look at all the legs. Yeah, uh, there's another one. This is why Hogan can't walk straight. I just want to point that out. You know, that, that could legs. be part of the problem too. You think about how many legs he's dropped through. Right, he the openly years. says that's yeah. part of the problem. He jumped. He dropped onto his hips every night yeah. for years yeah. into his fifties. And, 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 and you say, "Oh, that's a weak finishing hold or, or finishing move or whatever." But you know, what? that was devastating. Guys, at one point in time, the scoop slam was a finisher. Yeah. I mean, suplexes were finished. I mean, moves we're all familiar with as being very basic moves yeah. now is is a finisher. Yeah, yeah. All, all those all those moves that you see, like the bar using and stuff, and and, uh, and the revival, the revival, a lot of yeah. for tag team finishing matches when they did the yeah. uh, oh double team, real double team moves yeah. used to be finishers. I mean, like holding the guy for a punch wasn't necessarily a, a double team or whatever, a tag, a move. But I mean, like anything you saw two guys do the move to somebody used to be a finisher once yeah. upon a time. Yeah, and like we said, scoop slams, DDTs. I mean, oh yeah, the DDT, leg drop, uh, yeah. big boots, things like that used to finish people. You know, now it's 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 not. It's just the evolution of the product. I get it. Yep. I, I got it. now. I got to put them through fifty tables. I will say this: <laughs> actor Bradley Cooper is attached to this as one of the producers. And uh, Eric Bischoff, of course, of course, is one of the producers yeah. as well. Well, they, they have a lot of obviously credit in Hollywood. One so of the that's... smart things here is that it's going to air on Netflix. Yeah. I really and this sounds silly, but okay, bear with me for a second. People already have Netflix. Maybe they're wishy washy on Hulk Hogan. They're not sure how they feel about this. Yada yada yada. But it's on Netflix. They already have Netflix. It's right there. I feel like they might watch it just to see what it, what oh, it is. Absolutely. Well, it's like but if it was in theaters, account. that's not the point. But I'm talking about the, the 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 bad idea. If it was in theaters, I think this would bomb. Oh, I, absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's a smart idea yeah, that they yeah. put this on Netflix as opposed to doing it. Yeah, in yeah. Theaters. Well, like the Motley Crue biopic, which is uh, the. Dirt. I think that actually might do well in theaters. If you know, they wanted I mean, to it's put not. It's not. You know, now because Bohemian Rhapsody is going to become the measuring stick for that. Which I, I did see that movie, by the way. Shocking! I Holy know. crap, <laughs> Dave! You know that movie came out this year, right? Like you, you, you're not supposed to see them for like ten or fifteen yeah. more years. <laughs> Good lord! In case you didn't know, our own Dave Taylor hates movies. No, I love them. <laughs> I just don't watch them. <laughs> It's a time commitment issue, you know. I it's, guess, yeah. I, you know, some movies, it's like, I'll, you know, it takes me, you know, a week to watch it, 20 minutes here That's and there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dave, did you have any other news? Um, I, well, what I think we're going to mention later in the show, but the Page movie's out this week. That's weekend. right. We will talk about the Page movie here in a little bit. Yeah, Fighting we'll with My Family. That. Yep, that is coming out. Very excited about that. And uh, after that, I guess there's really not much left. So we'll take a quick break here. 
And then we'll come back and talk a little bit about what happened this week. And maybe a little bit about the Page movie and who knows. Stick around. Remember to contact the guys at ESPR at FM99.com with all your comments, topics, and thoughts. But please, keep the fan fiction to yourselves. You can also follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Just search ESPR99. And we're back. I try to do that as obnoxiously as I can every time. I just gotta yeah, find new you. ways thank to you. do it. Sounds yeah. great. My well, that's why I turn my head like this because I don't want to just scream right into the mic. I don't want you to go deaf on me, Dave. I need you to hear me over there and so you can make me sound good later. <laughs> really, I sound like a prepubescent uh, 11-year-old boy, but Dave helps with a lot of filters and stuff. Yeah. It makes me, <laughs> makes me sound like a man. Deep dead voice. That's right. <laughs> Ladies. Wait, wait, turn but, that knob. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in any event, uh, it is that time of the week where we dive into what happened in wrestling this week. Of course, the big shows being Raw, SmackDown, NXT, generally what we talk about. And Elimination Chamber happened. Uh, oh, God. We'll blow through that in like two minutes. You want to do the speed, the speed route? You know what's th- funny, dude, is I honestly forgot we had to talk about it. <laughs> I honestly forgot we had to talk about that show. Uh, seven matches. Six in the big show. And we still finished so early. Yeah. We finished 45 minutes early, man. You could easily. Because they started early, too. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Not crazy early, but a little early. They could have easily put the Cruiserweight title match on the main yeah. card. And gotten closer to 11 o'clock, and then they could have squeezed in the women's title or the U.S. title or something on the pre-show. And, and, and this is a problem that I think they have right now rolling into WrestleMania because they're, they're, other than Becky, Ronda, and Charlotte, it's pretty cold. Um, so Buddy Murphy beat Akira Zazawa. Decent match. Fine. Yeah. Um, tag match. Women's Elimination Chamber. One of the best two matches of the night. Great match. Congratulations to Sasha 100%. 100%. And I thought all the teams looked good in the match. I thought all the teams looked really I was good. Happy. I especially liked how Mandy Rose and Sonny Deville looked yes. and the Iconics. I thought they both looked really good in this match. When, yeah, when they were allowed to wrestle, wow. I was like, oh, When they were aggressive, and that's what yeah, I wanted to yeah. see because like, they need to be fighting for these tag titles, not just being goofy. Yeah, and, you know, I, and I love that. They should mean something. Yeah. yeah. And Peyton Royce still gorgeous. So, uh, But it was a really good match. Yep. They they went with the safe pick of Bailey and Sasha, which is fine. I think I think it's the right choice. It's the first time you do the championship. Yeah, yeah I get it. You, you I got, totally that way get you it. You could always have, you know, it's not going to be, you know, offense to, to you know, the Riot Squad or or, or to uh, <sighs> to uh, the. Um, I hate how the Riot Squad was treated. Was treated ba- Bailey and Sasha and stuff. Um, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been at Bailey. Jeez. Uh, um, I knew what you meant. Any of Mandy the, and Sonya. Jeez. Right. Yeah. I knew. I knew what you meant. But Bailey and Sasha is a good pick. Yeah. Crowd was behind them. Yeah, good yeah, moment. Yeah, great match. Uh, next match, uh, the Usos. This surprised, I think, you and I uh, defeating the Miz and Shane. Yeah, we Although, for sure thought that wasn't happening. Yeah, considering the incidents, but seeing where this direction is going now, that I guess it makes sense for the change. Uh, and a match that I think did Finn Balor no good, no at good all. whatsoever. Yeah, defeating Bobby no Lashley good whatsoever. Yeah, because he goes out there. The match itself is kind of lackluster to begin with. Yeah. And then he pins Leo Rush and runs away from Bobby Lashley. And it's like, what what exactly about this made him look good? Yeah. Like, I mean, he looks opportunistic, but that's not necessarily a good guy trait. No, you know? no. Um, it was without a doubt the smart the smart thing to do was it, to pin Leo Rush. It was, but it it just it just made Leo look like an idiot, which, you know. Which, but uh, he didn't, to me, he didn't do enough to sell like fighting Bobby Lashley. Yeah, yeah. Like it should have been a way more intense match with Bobby Lashley and then something something happens like Leo um tags himself in and is egotistical and whatnot. Well, which he did because he thought Right, right, right. To a degree. But then it was, you know, he does the dive to the outside and he quickly grabs Leo Rush and throws him in the ring so that he can beat him and pin him real fast yeah, before Bobby yeah. gets up. And it's like I don't like that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it that bothered it, me. It could have dealt where it, with like it could have been like an accidental tag, and then Leo's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to go in." And right. Then, you know, and then it's like he comes in, and then he has no know, option. He yeah. has no option. Yeah, or something. And like that. something, something along those lines. I don't know. I or even he beats Bobby, but it's because of something stupid Leo did. Yeah. So because the whole night they're selling the idea that oh, we could pin Leo, we could pin Leo. But what if he doesn't pin Leo? Yeah. What if he pins Bobby because of Leo? You still get to the same place. Finn wins, but he beat Bobby, and Leo can get the beatdown that he got afterwards because he cost Bobby the match. Yep. I think that, to me, that would have been better for Finn. I didn't really like this match. I didn't either. I didn't like the next match. They had a better match on Raw, Ronda Rousey defeating Ruby Riot in like a minute 40. I uh, it didn't do Ruby any favors. No, it didn't do Ruby any favors, and I I I get an, it. An they tried to tell the story. Yeah, they tried to tell the story that Ry, that Ru- Ruby Ronda Ronda was in fight mode the second she came out. Normally she comes out, she's smiling, you know, yada yada, and then she gets into fight mode, and then it's on. You know, you see it happen in the ring because she does that stomp, stomp, hit her, her shoulder stuff, and then you know it's on. But she came out in that mood already. And I get that. But they didn't sell it hard enough that no. that she was in that kind of mode. And then to me, if you're going to have her squash her, have her squash her. Why did Ruby get any offense Yeah, at all? It should have just been wham, bam, over. You know? Um, I, I just didn't understand what was even the point of that uh, for that. And, but Ronda wins, and then you get a beat down by Becky and Charlotte. Yes. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charlotte is out there already. Yeah. She's in the ring with, with Ronda. Becky comes out in the slowest, most unexciting limp to the ring ever. And my thing was this. Okay, she's at the show, and she's making her way to the ring. Nobody's Where was security? Her. Yeah, Literally, I think I saw a guy in the crowd who was security get out of her way. Yeah. And she cr- she crutches by. She's limping, ab- limping by. The slowest thing ever. Why was she allowed to enter the ring? Like, I know we're not supposed to question this stuff too much, but that was egregious. That was egregious. Like, if she just slow, like, she was walking normal and walked her way out there, didn't run, I can maybe forgive that. But she's on crutches. It took her 20 damn minutes to get in the ring, and nobody came out and got involved. So then she beats the bejesus out of Charlotte and Ronda with yeah. her crutches, which, by the way, I like that they don't have Charlotte, or I'm sorry, Becky and um, Ronda playing cozy oh, oh, I, against I, Charlotte. I, I, I thought I thought it was great how Ronda was set up by Becky. Oh, I loved it too. Because you, you say, she has a go. beef with both of them. You can yeah. have her. And then she beats the hell out of her. Yeah. and But the one real strong issue I had with this was, man, those crutch shots were not safe. Now, the story coming out from what I've seen was yeah. that Ronda told Becky to hit her as hard as she can. Oh, I'm sure she did. That That's the story making her out. Now, Obviously, she's and she's swollen, and maybe Charlotte said the same thing. But maybe we only got Ronda's side because Charlotte was bruised. They up. were both messed up. Yeah, Charlotte's yeah. arm was bleeding. Ronda's head was bleeding. Yeah, and yeah. like my Thankfully, thing is this: not concussed. swinging as hard as you can is one thing. Okay, swinging uncontrollably towards people's heads is another. Now, I understand they're moving and whatnot, but we see it all the time. These guys have to be careful with the chairs, and they have to line up the body shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Swing for the fences with the body shot. But don't swing for the fence regardless of what position they're in because then you crack them in the forehead. You know, I, w- I was really, really concerned coming out of that that one of them two were going to be seriously injured. Yeah, yeah, because then, I mean, I, I love the segment, but I was... I, wor- love, I-, I loved the... the, the, the the feel, the, the the raw nature of it, it looked vicious. They did a great job replaying that on Raw and SmackDown with the yeah. editing, by the way. But holy crap, in real time, I mean... I mean you- don't see. I mean, yeah. I mean, the last time there was a major beatdown, I was like, "Holy crap!" Was when the uh, bra or uh, Brock 
beat the hell out of Big Show with the chair. We were like, okay, yeah. okay, we, right, we get enough. it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> stop, stop. He's dead already. The um, that's a Simpsons reference. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I'm with Kate. I said, folks, I'm not oh. talking to you, Dave. Oh, okay. I'm a folk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's more than you. I want to make sure the audience is with me. In any event, uh, I agree with you. That was that was vicious beatdown. Yeah. And we know that Ronda's okay because she wrestled on Monday. And yeah. She had a rematch against Ruby Riot. Yeah, they had a much better match. Much better match that for some reason we had on Raw instead of the Chamber. Ex- except for kicking out of two finishers I didn't like. Uh, Ruby's uh, finisher twice. I, I hate Ruby's finisher, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> she needs a new one. Like They should use this as an opportunity to give her a new finisher because yeah. I hate that finisher. The Riot kick is the lamest finisher. Yeah, but she's, It's she's, even lamer than like the eat defeat. But, but she's... <laughs> Uh, she's a, a little bit damaged right now. I, oh, I she's super damaged. But the yeah. Riot Squad themselves have been damaged for the, almost the entire time they've been yeah, on the main roster. Yeah. Like, I love them. Yeah, this but they're just, they're, they've been handled so badly at yeah. this point. They've been handled roughly like the Revival. Yes. Now, the Revival maybe on the upswing seat here. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, here's but. something that like I think pissed everybody off. Baron Corbin defeating uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, dear God. I'm not even mad he won. I'm mad that in it, well now it's funny is remember I told you that Baron Corbin would win it because of Drew McIntyre yeah. shenanigans setting up a match at WrestleMania and I was almost I was almost right on that because Baron because Drew McIntyre did come out yep but then so did Bobby Lashley so we got this boring trio back together they do and I only say boring because I like Bobby and I like Drew and Baron's there but they we don't even know why they're together there's no reason for it. when he was in charge it was one thing yeah because he could help them yeah. Yeah, he can't do crap anymore. He's the lone wolf, and he's uh, it was, lone it was just the lone wolf. Did I say wolf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's that too. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He is. He's uh, all of. By them. the way, hats off to the guy that had the boring Corbin sign in the crowd. Kudos to you. So okay, <laughs> I've been calling the boring Corbin for a year on the show. I uh, yeah, but he's been called that long before that yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, people uh, have called him that. Yeah. Dave, you, look at you over here like, I'm going to take credit no, for I, it. I, I'm not taking credit for it. <laughs> I, 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 I saw Boring Corbin um, I don't, I don't, the day he did, I debuted at WrestleMania and won the, uh, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. If you go to a show and you bring a sign that says Boring Corbin you put ESPR under it, that will make Dave's day. Yes. Dave will be thrilled. Yeah, we if you see anything, bring any ESPR signs yeah. to it. We'll be thrilled. That'll make our day. Uh, the main event, outstanding. Uh, Daniel Bryan defeating uh, Styles Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Orton, and Samoa Joe. W- like, really, the whole thing was good. Yeah. But, man, that was a coming out party for Kofi Kingston. Yes, yes. Holy God, did he look good. Yeah, and, and now, okay. And the crowd was oh. hot yeah. for Kofi. And, and at the ending, I mean, you can just feel the air being let up, which is fine. Yeah, it's be- fine. Because it was- Daniel it, winning is supposed to do that. Yeah, and yeah. It, it wasn't like, it wasn't a screw job. It was clean. It no. Wasn't, it wasn't Rowan doing anything. It wasn't, you know, Luke Harper showing up, because I thought maybe he's going to pop out right. of the ring or something, you know. No, but uh. it, it was a great match. Those two wrestled their asses off. Yeah. And Kofi, that was, I mean, like, people have always liked Kofi, but that was a star-making night for Kofi. And yeah. that crowd was so high. I I oh I wanted them to give him the win that night, and they suckered me. I thought a couple of times maybe. I, I, I thought so too. Yeah. But he he a couple of times had me, and I kept thinking to myself, God, give him the win just tonight. He can lose it right back on SmackDown or at the next pay per view, whatever. But give him this moment. Um. But man, it was done so well. The follow up very good as well on yeah. SmackDown. Yep. They had this uh, six man tag. The six man match. AJ, Kofi Jeff, and Kofi versus Randy. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Samoa Joe. And I liked at the end when Shane was going to name the contender, AJ and Jeff were both telling him, pick Kofi. Like, they were like, I think AJ even said, it's his time. Like, you know what I mean? 
And I mean, granted, that was just it, it, to me that sort of moment. Like I know they should all be like, pick me, pick yeah. me. Like yeah. I know they should, but I liked that because it was just the, the 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 building was going crazy. They wanted Kofi. They were chanting Kofi. The crowd was hyped. It was just it was a perfect moment where everybody was solidly behind Kofi yeah. at that moment. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, he's he's been in for a long time. It's funny because he made a reference in the match where he did something to Randy Orton, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Stupid, stupid, stupid," yep. which goes back to to what, like ten Way years ago. Back, yeah, when his first push got derailed. Yeah, yeah. And people say because of Orton, we'll never really know. No, but but he referenced it. He did reference it, which leads me to believe maybe that wasn't it because otherwise Orton might get mad about that. Yeah. Um, but it was so cool. It was so cool. That moment was so so awesome. SmackDown far better than Raw this week. Absolutely. Um, um, you want to roll into Raw and just uh, how? I mean, there's not much really to talk about from it. To be the only well, thing I really want to talk about from it is the NXT call. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's what's to talk about those guys? Because that was the best part of, yeah. of the show. And which, to be perfectly honest, I didn't love some of that either. Because <sighs> what's so funny is I saw somebody saying, "Oh, I'm glad they're facing main roster guys and not just each other." And I'm like, "Wait, hold on. Wait, are you kidding? Because <laughs> like Gargano and Ciampa faced the Revival, who were just on NXT. Yeah. And um, Alistair Black." Uh, Elias faced Elias, who was an NXT talent, and then he on SmackDown he faced Andrade Cien Almas, who was just an NXT. Yeah, that, that they, I think they didn't fight each other at the time because of um, no, they did. Oh, they did. That's who that beat for the title. That's right. That's right. Funny story here though. Vega is her man, is his manager. She's married to Aleister Black in real life. Who also, by the way, she also plays uh, uh, AJ Lee. AJ Lee in the which I uh, huh? She plays AJ Lee in the uh, the movie Fighting yeah. with My Family. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, but yeah, so I enjoyed them coming up. But first of all, I had an issue with Gargano and Ciampa being buddy buddy. Yeah, that that was tagging. because okay, the storyline's not following NXT. Completely. Yeah, which is strange because they're going to bring their titles up, so they're still representing what's happening on NXT. Yeah, bad timing of that. Yeah, this didn't love that. Uh, the crowd sucked. The crowd on Monday was <laughs> garbage. Absolute garbage. Now, yeah, you didn't have a great show, but how can you not react for something? How can you not react for Aleister Black's entrance? Yeah, well, very cool. I love that, by the love way. Love that entrance, man. Very, very nice. But, like, Triple H comes out, hey, these four guys are going to debut. Awesome. New guys. Fresh right. show. Fresh faces. You, 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 you get a tables match. Thank God that crap's over with. You, we they, think it's over uh, with. Yeah, you get we Finn think. Balor. Okay, they need to freshen something up for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Raw's got nothing right now. No offense, no. To, Seth, no offense to Seth Rollins. But uh, the buzz isn't there to see you fight Brock Lesnar. Part of the reason the buzz isn't there, and and this is 100% true, part of the reason the buzz isn't there is because Brock's not there. Uh, And that's not Seth's fault. Seth's trying. He actually had a good promo on Raw. About uh, I guess about Heyman. Yeah, because Heyman had the the Brock package. Which I'm watching that, and I'm thinking to myself, I've heard all this. Like how, how many times can you say the same things about the same guy? Like he's always been really, really good. But we've already heard him do this before about Seth Rollins. He's faced Seth Rollins, and I'm like, yeah. I just don't, I, you know, it, it it's just not it's not working. Brock needs to be there at it, this point. It, it almost and I hate to say it comes to a point where I almost want to see Brock win and and, and just go fight somebody else because Seth, I know he's their guy, and they, st- but I mean, I'm they not still have plenty it. of time to yeah. hype it up before it gets there. But, but he was even on the pay per view on Sunday. Like how do you, how do you do that? I know, I know. Well, because he's facing Brock. Yeah, but have him so s- somebody be like. Well, and remember yeah. he also was. Uh, I think he was sitting. He, out a he's been bit banged up injury, a little bit. So they're but, trying to give him time to rest. You know, yeah, Lacey Evans came out and just walk away. You know, I had freaking you know Seth show up and be like, hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. by the way, hate that Lacey Evans thing. <laughs> like her, hate what they're doing. I just those sort of meaningless things never pan out. 
doesn't, ever. doesn't help at all. No, they never pan out. All right, so so these guys are on Raw. They're on SmackDown. I thought way they, better on SmackDown. Way better matches on SmackDown. Um, um, oh, by the way, we'll get back Raw for a second. Okay, the Revival, great tag match. Win the titles. Hey, mm-hmm. you're gonna face two guys from NXT. You just won the titles, and now you lost. So they, yeah. we just sucked all your momentum. They did kind of, but they did. I will say this: I didn't hate that that much, simply because they told the story of Gargano and Ciampa being a tag team and being NXT tag team champions. They did explain that and beating the Revival for them. Yeah, so it's. It doesn't really kill me that they lost to those guys. It, I I get more angry when people lose to single stars who just get put together. You know what I mean? That that annoys me more when the established champions lose to single stars. It's like they go over and they beat the bar. You know what I mean? Again, yeah. they're an established team, so it's not like, again, this doesn't really bother me too much. And their match against the bar was really good. looked like Ciampa might have gotten hurt that, for a second. Yeah, yeah coming that off was the, scary. the rope, that was very scary for both yeah. of those guys. He clearly had to sit, take, to sit out of the match for yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But by the way... Um, if you hadn't noticed that, you'd have never paid. You'd have never even noticed because Gargano, Cesaro, and Sheamus did an amazing job filling that time. Yeah, they did until yeah. he could get back in the match. So, yeah. but man, that was scary. Moment. It was very scary. Was he like, seemed okay by the end of the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. I was like, oh my gosh, here he is. He, the, the NXT champion. Um, you That's know. the last thing they need. Yeah. That's the last thing he needs. He's had such oh, an yeah. amazing year. Yeah, because he was gone for a while. He, he had, because he, he hurt his knee. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the <laughs> last so, thing he needs. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I thought, you know, other than, okay, Sanity, and, you know, that wasn't great for them, but I don't know who else Ricochet was going to fight. I don't know if that yeah. just shows the thing. I mean, there's a the few other people are. they could have faced. He could have wrestled, but, I mean, and, again, they, he faced an NXT talent. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like you kill him. I'm like, what the hell's happening here? Like, why not have them face anybody else from the main roster? I don't know. I, maybe maybe the whoever was booking its thought process was well. This won't hurt them that much because they're familiar with each other. They've they've the match maybe they're it's, from it's, that it's same place. You know what I mean? Out, so yeah. it won't hurt them that much if they lose. To a degree, I understand that logic. But by that same, you know, they could have had them face almost anybody. I don't know. But SmackDown was far better. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. This week, uh, better crowd for SmackDown. Oh, way better crowd. Much hotter. Uh, I think they were way more interested in what everybody had to do there. Alistair and Andrade had a really good match. Not was, as good as their matches in NXT, obviously, because they yeah. had the same time or hype. But uh, they had a really good match. Uh, uh, Ricochet looked good being Ricochet, you know. Yeah. So that was always fun. Um, and uh, the you know Gargano and Ciampa looked good. Against the bar and, and against the revival. Uh, okay, so I, I had to pull up on the website uh, or in our Facebook page, which was a split but 50 50 for should they have waited to WrestleMania mm-hmm. to debut these guys or is this the right time? Um, I, 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 I kind of feel like they should have waited because they would have come in like off the hype of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I kind of get it now because like there, there's not, I don't know what big matches they have for WrestleMania other than the triple threat right. and, the, and the Seth match and whoever Daniel Bryan fights. Right. Well, the catch is that all these guys, supposedly all the guys that they had up, are still being booked in matches for that takeover. Yeah. That WrestleMania weekend, which means they won't be on WrestleMania unless they do the Battle Royal or something. Yeah. So, so, the, so why bring them up now? Just start hyping them. I mean, I think part of it is because people expect you to bring people up the night after WrestleMania. So yeah. this way it's, oh, this oh, is different. Know. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's it's, I mean Samoa Joe came up before WrestleMania, uh, previously. Remember he attacked Seth Rollins, um, yeah, and then yeah. he wasn't on Mania, and he just kept going through the storylines. So I mean they've they've done they've done this before. Okay, and what about EC3? Who were like, hey, we're gonna bring up all these guys from uh, NXT. I don't know. And here's you know EC3 you're gonna see for two weeks, and who you know does the fifty fifty with, uh, with Dean, Dean Ambrose which made no sense. Uh, it, here's Lacey Evans, who great showing at the Rumble. Lacey's just gonna keep showing up randomly until they decide to do something with her finally, and it's driving me insane. <laughs> um, Lars Sullivan. Yeah, where the hell has he been? <laughs> 
Like what? Like because they they were advertising him yeah. and he has yet to show up. Like what is going on? This is like when they advertised the Big Show returning to Raw and then he didn't show up and they just didn't address uh, it. Or uh, uh, the Funkasaurus. Um, yeah, I just, uh, it, I yeah, just, we're it, just gonna pretend like it didn't happen. Hey, well, now you can now you can have a dancing gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Just, it, they just don't. I mean, regardless of the gimmick, they just just pretend like nothing happened. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, side note: um, uh, Mark Henry uh, on the NXT or uh, Mark Henry on the WWE Network mm-hmm. worth checking out. Oh, the the special. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, a lot of insight to Vince McMahon because there's some great footage of the days when like uh, China and Mark Henry go out in the state, and you see a lot of this unseen footage of Vince McMahon just running through what he needs to do. I oh, mean, cool. you, like you know, you want to think, oh, Vince Russell, whatever else. Vince had a hand in a lot of that stuff, and the, and then Mark Henry explaining the whole hand thing. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I, I'm watching. You have to watch. I'm not going to spoil that. You got to watch that. But he explains the hand. Uh, and really, uh, well, we're speaking of watching. I guess we'll just move on from that now. On the network, yeah. Yeah. Well, we can watch that on the network. But my point being that the next thing you could watch would yeah. be fighting with my family. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about NXT. No, no, no. Well, I mean, we could, but really the only thing to talk about out of there is Dusty Classic, but we got emails about that. Well, so it, we'll, it, well it the title change hands. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't feel that big about that. I mean, it was fine. I mean, the match was good. It just yeah, you know, it gives Velveteen Dream a title. So. It gives Velvet. Yeah, I, I, on NXT, Velveteen Dream, and I mean, it was a good match. I'm not knocking it. It just I, I don't know. The win didn't do a lot for me. It was weird. Well, one because we knew, but two, like it's well, weird. really, we didn't know because they filmed two endings. Ah. They also filmed an ending where Gar- where Gargano won, and they kept it a mystery which one they were going to use. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. I just thought he won the title. Yeah, so. I know. Well, because that's the first ending, so everybody talked about that. Ah. But really, they filmed two endings so next for that week, match. There's something else that, that Yeah. We, okay. So, well, supposedly rumor and innuendo is that the this coming takeover at WrestleMania weekend is the final match between Gargano and Champa. So it wouldn't have even have to do with the North American title. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but to me, that would – why at that point? Right. I, I, don't want that, I don't want that match. All right. Speaking of watching things. Yeah, speaking of watching things. Fighting with my family comes out today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. out now. Well, it was limited release last week, but yeah, out all theaters now, so we can go watch it somewhere. It is the story of Paige and her bra- her family and her breaking into the wrestling business and then making it to the WWE. And I, I wasn't. I, I what's funny is I remember she. I saw an interview with her. It's so funny too because she talks about getting a text from The Rock at some point. Yeah, saying that he wanted to make a movie about her story, but he was like, "Hey, it's DJ. I'd love to talk to you when you get a minute, right?" And she's like, "I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know who DJ was. I didn't know he had a nickname." And so he talked to her about like watching a documentary about her family and everything, and how he was super inspired and wanted to make this movie and all. And that's really cool. I want to kind of back that up and say, like, wait a minute. So wh- hold on. So when did you actually start interacting with The Rock? Because this movie makes it seem like he was your buddy from day one when you showed up in WWE. Yeah. So I'd kind of like to to know where that butts up. But, I mean, again, it's a biopic. They always kind of embellish things. I mean, like for Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the movie that Dave saw. The timeline. Oh, the timeline gosh. is horrible uh-huh. uh, as far as where this music came out and some of the you know, different stuff going on. But it doesn't matter because they're telling a story. It's just meant to entertain you yeah. while also giving you some background on the band. Yeah. Similar thing here. I feel like it's meant to entertain you while giving you some background and context to Paige's life. Um, but all the we're surprised to learn that this thing has a 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. which makes this baby certified fresh. Certified fresh! That's right, which that, blows my mind a little yeah, bit. Yeah, high reviews and the changeover on how to train your dragon. So, like, some of the stuff. That's crazy to me! Um <laughs> 
How dare yeah. you say something's going to be better than How to Train Your Dragon? Um, I love those movies. But like, um, like, but some of the like, I'm just this is just the, the heathers from some of the credits. Like upending expectations being the b- biggest victory of all for this movie. Uh, nothing much held uh, me back from enjoying the movie. Uh, charismatically acted underdog fable. Um, you know the WWE's making movies for years. Only now, thanks to Dwayne Johnson, they scored a winner <laughs> with fighting with my family. Well. <laughs> it's feel good. That's what I've heard is that it's a feel good sports yeah. story with lots of drama, family drama, this, that, and the other thing. And, and a pretty like, good cast. The cast is actually pretty good. Nick Frost, which is amazing. Yeah. Playing her dad, which is cool. Vince Vaughn in the movie. Vince Vaughn, uh, which, which is, is weird. Yeah. But play, um, playing one of the. Uh, and I, I might be pronouncing her name wrong, but Lena Hedy. Hedy. Yeah. Um, Hedley, from, Hedley, yeah. Uh, from Game of Thrones. She plays Cersei yeah. Lannister on Game of Thrones. Big get for them. And she's playing Paige's mom, Soraya. Or yeah. Wait, is Soraya her or is that. Her mom. I think Paige's name is Soraya in real life. Uh, Raya is uh, Jerry is. No oh, way, that's somebody else. <laughs> You're killing me, Dave. Yeah, I am. All right. and, and of course, The Rock's in it too, which is weird because the only movie, the clip we saw was with The Rock, which felt like kind of like an awkward clip. But maybe because it's taken out of the context, it doesn't work. Or maybe like that part wasn't like finished. I think you know, when The Rock's like Soraya. I got it right. That yeah, was the mom's right. name. Ah. Who, by the way, still actively wrestles. I think. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her real name is Julia, but she goes by. So yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. In the movie, they, they've yeah, they, it's the Knight family and stuff. So, right, right, right. Um, it's just crazy that that this movie a got made because yeah. you don't look at Paige as anything like a story that it's like oh we have to make a movie about this. But really, she does have a very interesting family. I mean, they're, uh, they're, absolutely, they're, they're yeah. a big deal in in UK wrestling. The background coming up, winning the Divas title and her first match on Raw. Um, you know, which I'm assuming like that's where the movie probably ends because, you know, they're not going to get to Alberto, Alberto Del Rio and the, you know, the, the sex tape, not the sex, yeah, the sex tape and all that stuff, you know, right. so thankfully, yeah, because that would, that, that's, that doesn't help the story at all. You know? Right. By the way, just to be confusing, her mother's wrestling name is Soraya. Paige's real name is Soraya. Ah, okay. So just to be confusing. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> um, but her mom's real name is Julia. In any event, uh, I think you're right. That's a logical place to end it. I mean, we're not going to make it to the retirement. Yeah. That's not happening. No, no. Because this movie was in production already at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because I tell you what, that would have been like, you want to talk about the highs and the yard of the lows. I mean, that would have been a Bohemian Rhapsody ending, essentially. You know what I mean? Is that depressing ending, you know? Yeah. Um, But maybe maybe it's in the graphics. Hey, she retired due to injury. She retired. I'm really really interested to see this. and matter of fact, I'll plan on having a review for it next week. Okay, uh, for this for this movie because I'm gonna try and see it this weekend. Uh, and you never know, I might. Oh my god, if Dave goes to theaters, I'm gonna crap my pants. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm planning on going to see this this weekend, so we'll plan on uh, having a review for that next week on the show. Uh, I'm just I'm really interested. I, the Rock involved, uh, a, a great cast. It looks like a good movie, and again, the Rotten Tomatoes thing makes me think that this might actually be something. Yeah, you know, granted, I know you can buy some reviews here and there, but ninety three percent is a pretty solid review. Uh, well, score. considering that, it's, yeah, these are from top critics. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, I, I you know, uh, Michael Phillips, who's a you know, uh, guy who's done the TV shows. Uh, you know, you got uh, Peter Howell, um, you got uh, uh, A.O. Scott was another one that gave it a good. Richard Roper. What's funny is everybody movie. is really used to Dave naming obscure wrestlers they're not <laughs> familiar with. Now Dave is naming movie critics. Oh, but I but well, I read a lot of these guys. But usually when I go I when I eventually watch a movie, I'll read the reviews afterwards to see if I agree. Okay, that's probably a smarter plan. Simply because usually reading them beforehand can skew your view. Oh, I yeah, I don't like doing it. No, I always yeah. read them afterwards, and I and I miss Roger Ebert. So, uh, well, who doesn't? 
thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. But in any event, so that looks like a good movie. I'm pretty in- interested in If you haven't seen the trailer yet or anything, uh, a matter of fact, why don't you go ahead and check this out real quick, take a listen, and we'll be right back to dive into some listener mail. Good morning, wrestling nerds. This is where we see whether or not you get to go on to WWE. Oh, sorry about that. It's The Rock. We're huge fans. Thank you so much. What advice would you give us? We want to be the next you. What are your names again? My name. It doesn't matter what your names are. You walk around here interrupting The Rock. Here's a rock advice. Shut your mouth. Straight out of the trailblazing, eyebrow-raising, entertaining the globe, never hotter, talking to two rejects from Harry Potter. Thanks, Dwayne. Got it. You have to have the spark. It's what the audience falls in love with. I'm going to rearrange your team. If you're British, I'd be doing you a favor. Say something, Ozzy Osbourne! Nobody's going to watch a timid little British girl wrestle. People liked it in Norwich. But here they have running water and electricity. How's the training, love? It's really hard. I miss you all so much. How do you think this ends for you? I don't want to be 4,000 miles away. I have no idea who I'm supposed to be out there. You're not just doing this for you. You're doing it for the family. And we're back. Hi, oh, Dave. Aiden English has joined us on a the show. A little bit, now. right? It was kind of. <laughs> I right thought you were going. I for tried her. to turn it into a Ricola type thing. Yeah, you, you know, I'm impressed because I, I know you sing, but to do that without like really warming up is uh, that's pretty good. So yeah, I know, of course, we've been talking for the last forty plus. That minutes is kind of a warm up. <laughs> so, it's a little bit of a warm. It's not quite the same. <laughs> yeah, but, and I really didn't take a breath there either, which is impressive. No, no, because yeah, it's usually it's, you're like the guy from uh, the Chocolate Rain video. I turned my head to the side to breathe. So. Yeah, well, I mean, they can't see that. No, so no. That's you know, if somebody was looking at me, I wouldn't do it. But if you know, when I'm on a microphone and nobody can see me, I'm like, I'm gonna breathe over here. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't pick up. I'm not going <sighs> into the microphone. <laughs> so with uh, all that charming dialogue, it is now time for us to dive into listener mail. And good lord, Josh. <laughs> Guys, I think Josh has a problem. Bullet- what happened to the bullet points? I don't know, man, but now I think he just sends them one at a time now, and that's his bullet points. They're bullet point emails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in any event, uh, first one he sent was show reaction hash, uh, slash Dave don't respond. <laughs> Dave didn't respond, at least allegedly. No. So he said, I totally get why you guys have some hesitancy on the Young Bucks being the headliner for Double or Nothing. We brought that up last week when we were discussing all, all Elite Wrestling. But yep. if I were booking the AEW territory, I would actually book them to lose to the Lucha Brothers. I feel like one of the main reasons why they signed a working agreement with AAA was to get access to the Lucha Brothers while they are stuck in their stupid Lucha Underground contracts. That's been a big problem with a lot of Lucha Underground stars right now, even though that show is kind of up in the air half the time yeah, yeah. as far as whether it's going to be back. They're stuck on these dang contracts. So that's a real problem. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if the Bucks actually go out there to put the Lucha Brothers over and they end up being their first tag team champions. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Joey Ryan is also caught up in the same Lucha Underground contract situation, which is why I believe that they are featuring him on being the elite, but haven't officially signed him. I think they actually have him stuck for seven seasons, which is also aided uh, by the AAA partnership. Wow. I also don't have any fear of Cody trying to always win. If any of the elite are going to be pushed hard, it's going to be Hangman Adam Page. And that dude absolutely deserves it. There's a reason why, if you believe the reports, WWE offered him main roster money to essentially become the face of NXT after some of their top acts move up. That's all my thoughts on the show. Great, as always. Um, I agree with him with most of those points. I do think Hangman Adam Page is is set for a big push. Yeah. That does not mean that these guys won't also push themselves to the top as well. I mean, AJ Styles got pushed pretty hard in, in TNA, but Jeff Jarrett always pushed himself harder. 
So it, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's and again, I'm not saying these guys will do these things. I'm just saying it makes me a little nervous because that potential is there. When I, you have that control, yes, it's hard to fight the urge. Sometimes th- there's been I, Kevin Nash. I, I've gone to a lot of independent shows on and all throughout the years. I was, I was involved. Um, you and I were involved in different groups here. in, yeah. in, in, in Virginia, but. But there was times where the guy who did the booking was always involved, and I even asked him that. He goes, well, it's my group, but it's almost like, well, because I know I can trust myself. There's some yeah, of that, but it's also some of that, and but then it's I also th- it's my own group. Yeah, I, it, it's because he's running it, and I think there's a lot of ego tied up in that as well. Well, there is. Well, I mean, the Kanye's and all that stuff. and, and Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's been sure. a long ongoing thing, but that's oh, why it's like. I mean, look at Sam Martino's kid. I mean yeah. that was all ego. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like it was all pride. He was I'm gonna get my kid pushed, you know, and, yeah. and he did and it didn't really work out. No, and the kid had not even a tenth of the charisma uh, Bruno, but like um but like with the Ghani's kid, um I know you're talking about you, you know yeah. that. But this is some of the groups, it's you know, like Nick Bockwinkle is always the guy because that's who that's who the Ghanias can trust. Right. right. You, you know, so there's some of that. So okay, we can trust AJ Styles. Until I get some guys, and then you know I can leave. By the way, we should put this out there. By the way, if if you are a local wrestler or something like that, independent wrestler, um, you you know, working the territory and what like that, traveling around doing doing it, shoot us an email, ESPR at fm99.com. Wouldn't mind talking to you sometime and maybe getting to pick your brain a little bit about what you've seen, what you're doing, where you're going, what it's like out there. You know, wouldn't wouldn't hate that at all. Yeah. Um, and if you know you happen to be one of those companies and you want to advertise something, contact our station. Then get with that because they'd love to help you out with that. Absolutely. Um, and uh, up next, Josh again says, impromptu call-ups say what? <laughs> That's exactly what his email says. And uh, he, I, I kind of agree with him on that. It was kind of cool to see him randomly happen like that. I do get the concern it should have happened after WrestleMania. But at the same time, still cool. They promised new stuff, so I feel like they had to deliver. Yeah, yeah, there's some of that. And I think, you know, without those guys on Raw, who do they have on Monday? It's a good point. It's a real good point. Josh also wants to know our predictions on the other four teams that are going to be in the Dusty Classic. And actually, uh, I believe you found that the whole list is already out. I just found the list. Uh, This is accurate. So right now we know Street Profits. Uh, Yep, we know Street Profits. Apparently they're taking on Mustache Mountain. Okay, so you Mustache Mountain. That was somebody you had posited as maybe a team that would be in Yeah, 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 because I was trying to remember those guys. I'm not completely over their gimmick. Um, and then we got the Forgotten Sons we knew. Right, we knew right? about that. And then uh, you mentioned uh, Danny Birch. And, and Oni Lorcan. And yeah, yeah. so it's those guys. Oh, fun. nice. Okay, great. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, when you mentioned that, I was like, oh, yeah. Um, okay, Undisputed Air, we knew. Right, knew. And then uh, DIY. Oh, they are going to be together again. Yes. DIY. Interesting. Yes. Very interesting. interesting. So so something has to come up at Wednesday's tapings, I guess we're going to find out. Or not Wednesday's tapings, but Wednesday's show. Right. We'll learn more. I mean, uh, when he so dropped this, the title, Champ, it seemed like he was kind of like, uh, So this is, by the way, spoiler it. alerts, because they haven't announced them all. And, and then Fabian. Um, Eichner. Eichner. And, and then, Martell. And, and is it Martell? I thought it's Marcel. Uh, Marcel Barthel. Bar- I think, well, I'm sorry. I, I think his last name is Bartel. Okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure Marcel Marcel yeah. Bartel, I okay. think. Which, yeah. by the way, changes that thing name. Yeah. Well, it probably won't matter because they're going to face uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black. Ooh, Ricochet and Alistair Black. That is quite the team, man. Now, see, I'll tell you what I don't want to happen. I don't want it to get to the end and be Alistair Black and Ricochet versus DIY. They're in the same side of the bracket, so they'd probably face each other in the second. Okay, round. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I wouldn't want it to be the finals like that. Which I don't know. I guess would they face 
probably the Forgotten Sons would be my pick to get on the left side, or you know, or I can oh, see uh, the Forgotten Sons getting through. Uh, who's the other team? Or who, they're, they're, oh, oh, they're facing the, Only Lurkin and Danny Burke. Yeah, so I can yeah. see the Forgotten Sons. And before that is Street, Street Profits, Profits and, and Mustache Mountain. And the Street Profits they haven't done a whole lot with. I, I kind of no, like but them, I feel but, like they're starting to kind of bring them back a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because they weren't in it last year too, or, or, oh, or they, they might. Are, yeah, I think they, they lost some, some first round of, last yeah, year or something. Yeah. So they still very well could could do well yeah, this so time. This is, I think, better than last year's lineup because last year it's kind of like, well, here we go, and then so now they're kind of building into this a little bit more. Right. Um. And uh, let's see. Josh had one more question. He was talking about the North American title match where Dream won the North American title, and he said, "When will the dream be over?" I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Like over, like like the dream ends, or like, like don't dream it's over. He, you mean like when is he not going to be over anymore, or when is he going to be done in NXT, or like what do you mean? I don't know what you mean there. He, he's over. I mean, he's I, over. I, I think pa- over. part of it, like, can, and I, I watched the NXT on, on on Wednesday. I know that. What? Yeah. <laughs> Was um like the matches before that. It's it's just I think like when you do these TV tapings sometimes and they're you know three or four hours long and then it's a long taping because they do everything. I think by the time this match happened, you know, you're spent. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's part of it. You know, had this been a bigger show, I mean, I'm happy that he won. I mean, the dude, dude deserves a title. He's He's been great. He's, he's one of the top, you know, 10 stars to have easily, if mm-hmm. not top five. Right. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't know. Dude's still over. Uh, if, if you mean when is he going to show up in the main roster, I have no idea. He might be post-mania. Yeah. That might be a post-mania draw. Uh, and we get an email from Corey here. So I may not fit into the majority here, but I enjoy the NXT stars on Raw and SmackDown. I mean, so did we. Yeah. Well, yes, I do agree it kind of ruined the surprise. It was still better than a lot of the drab that we've been seeing from week to week. That goes back to them promising new stuff. Uh, and the fact that all four of them were utilized properly, made to feel important, was good and well. Uh, at this point, I'll take anything over another Corbin, St- <laughs> Corbin <laughs> Strowman match. Elimination yeah. Chamber was good. Definitely did not expect Finn to pick up the win. Congratulations to the new women's tag team champs, and me love you long time. Inappropriate, Corey. Um, he didn't say that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? Uh, I pretty much agree with his thoughts there on that. Um, I agree. The surprise was sacrificed, but I think there's some more guys they can bring up after WrestleMania for surprise. Yeah, you just don't want just don't deplete the the roster. But I mean, they need stars. But they always right do that. They always gut NXT and then it, it builds back up. Uh, but, you know, and here here's some of the things too, though that we, we just like mentioned is that like, okay, they need stars right now. They have stars. They have not. The, it's the booking. The booking yeah. is, is just I kill. still maintain that, but I think I think the problem is they're looking at some of them as damaged goods at this point. They need to be rebuilt, and they don't. They want some hot guys to start right now yeah. before they can rebuild other guys. Because okay, Finn Balor. Okay, you made him a champion, didn't make him look strong. People like him. And um, then on Monday Night Raw, you have him in a tag team match where he, for some reason, is having to sell incredibly long against the two guys he beat by himself the night before. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, Which, he, by the way, why were they back together? Yeah, it made no sense. It was, yeah, it was a second chance, and then you know that. Uh, um, and then, okay. Speaking of other guys that were big, and and, the, and you should have put some, you know, some of your uh, carts into this horse or, or whatever the hell I'm talking about. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, Braun Strowman, he was your ticket, and and, and you totally screwed that up. And I'm not talking about Sunday, but that's just been ongoing for a long time. But you had to turn him heel, I, and he's got zero momentum. I understand that. Well, the problem there is that he he was getting it back, and they put him against a stupid Corbin feud. Yeah, and it's done nothing for him. Um, yeah, it's the booking. Because like Daniel Bryan, we talked about coming back, and who is he fighting? He's fighting a big th- cast. Big cast. Big yeah. ass. Yeah. Um, I just I, I'm with you. It's the booking. It's 100 percent the booking. You know, the and revival. I understand. I understand that you can't always just on a dime 
support who the fans are cheering for all of a sudden. You yeah. can't just switch all of a sudden. Sometimes you got to stick through with what you got. Yeah, I mean, Rusev had momentum. But and, it, and it, it seems out. like they are purposefully ignoring most of who the fans support most of the time. Yeah. You know, thank God they jumped onto the Kofi bandwagon. Yeah, and, and the and Becky Ledge thing. And the you, Becky Lynch could thing. you imagine if they didn't do that or what would have happened, you know, with the shows be getting hijacked? I mean, they yeah. still are to some extent, but. Yeah, to some extent, you're right. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. I. Uh, Hopefully the booking gets better. Maybe that's part of the thing about getting rid of some of the older agents backstage. Maybe, yeah. You know, it's very because I, I have heard from a lot of the, the there's been interviews with a lot of older wrestlers giving their opinions on today and the crowds and who they want and yada yada yada. And I have seen too many times that the crowd like doesn't know what they want or the crowd needs to be told. You know, oh no, they'll tell them who the baby face is and the crowd will you know blah blah they'll get over there. They'll get over it. Like, Animal thinks that Becky Lynch needs to stop and just be a regular white meat baby yeah, face. Yeah, she's the biggest star in the business right now. Yeah, she's the biggest uh, star uh, in the business, yeah. and she uh, was not, a not regular taking, white yeah. meat baby face for years, and it did nothing. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like, I mean, Ronda's a big name, you know, but, okay, Becky's the no, hottest but Becky's star. The, no, Becky's the biggest star yeah, in the business yeah. right now. Like, it's fine. You can say that. <laughs> yeah, and, and people say, well, you know, you don't have the main event without Ronda. Well, yeah, Ronda's part of the equation, but if Ronda was fighting Charlotte... It wouldn't have, which technically nearly she is, hot. but you know. Yeah, but, but we know what's happening. But but you know, but it's no people care because Becky's involved. Yes. So before you know. we belabor that point anymore, yeah. <laughs> that is episode eighty-eight. It is time to get out of here. Uh, Eat, sleep, podcast, repeat. Remember, you can find us on all your major podcast apps. Give us a five-star rating and a review, please, and share, share, share. And on top of that, remember Facebook.com/slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 and ESPR at FM99.com if you want to shoot us an email about anything. We would love to hear from you. We love hearing from Corey and Josh. We'd like to hear from Smoria too. Yes, yes. Come on, guys. Jeffrey, you messaged us for a couple weeks. You disappeared again. Yeah, but you know what? We had some great comments on Facebook. It was weird. I you think did. during the Elimination Chamber, you were tweeting the show. Yeah. And I was Facebook posting Which on the show. Which is probably the smart way to go. One of us do both. Yeah, right? yeah. But we, but we had some is. great response uh, yeah. so to, uh, on both accounts. So thank you. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Um, and I unfortunately don't have the page up right now. But but thank That's you for okay. those who comment on our on our post. Uh, we, we appreciate need to get that. Out of here anyway, share. they're giving us the hook. Yes, we gotta. They're gonna pull us out of the room in just a yeah, second. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The overrun's <laughs> happening here. So, so until uh, next week, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. repeat.